Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Welcome back to the Garlic Marketing Show. Today we are going to talk a, a big topic, one that excites me because I think there's still a ton of opportunity. Our guest today, I saw him speak on the topic of webinars and I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking about. I wish I would have learned this 10 years ago. It's one of those things. And so I'm like, I got to get him on the show. Uh, Steve Werner, thank you for being on the show to talk to about webinars and your unique webinar magic. No problem. It is my pleasure. I'm super excited. I had some coffee. I am ready to go. <laughs> and before we get started, of course, this is brought to you by VideoCaseStory.com. As we'll talk about today, one of the best ways to improve all your marketing, including your webinars, is through your customer stories. Go to VideoCaseStory.com to start collecting, crafting, and delivering your customer stories. All right, Mr. Steve Warner, um, we're going to talk today. I want to, you know, your secret webinar formulas, I'm going to get them all out of you. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and some of the success, but you've, you know, I want to do a little bit about your background because you're not one of these guys that we were talking about before the show, learn webinars a year ago, learn presentations and are like, oh, now I'm a webinar expert. I think your background is critical to this. So how did you get to the webinar place of webinars? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't start with webinars. It started with, I wanted to hold live events. Um, 2013, I managed restaurants for Vail Resorts. Um, and I went to see Tony Robbins speak. And I was like, you know, two things happened with Tony. One, I was like, I'm definitely meant for more in this life. I had had a business in college that I had sold and I got wrapped up in restaurants. And 10 years later, here I was running a restaurant. I was like, I meant to do more. Number two, I was like, I love speaking on stage. I had done a couple events. Um, throughout the years. And I was like, I want to do that. So I quit my job, sold everything I had in Vail, moved to Las Vegas to hold events. And like most good stories, it started with like an explosive failure. Like we're talking about apocalyptic <laughs> A-bomb. I went through all my 401k, blew all of my money trying to hold this event, failed. But from that, I found Dan Kennedy, which helped me hold my first event. Um, I literally a four cassette tape program I found in the basement of a Las Vegas library, changed it, got me my first event from there in 2013. Um, I've spoken on more than 200 stages that were not my own. I've held more than 60 events. Uh, I've held more than 20 client events. That was all leading up to COVID. It was all live event based. Um, worked for worked with Joe Polish, Frank Kern, Ryan Dice, um, and then worked for ClickFunnels as a stage salesperson. They flew me around the country to sell ClickFunnels from stage, direct training from Russell, direct feedback from Russell. From there, um, we started building client events, speaking on more stages, and then COVID hit. And when COVID hit, we pivoted to webinars because I, I looked at virtual events. I mean, that's what would make sense, right? But I was like, I've never done that. And I don't have a video crew. I don't even know where to start with that. And I don't wanna say I'm the expert, but what I can do is I can help people tell great stories that get people engaged and sell. And that that was like, we, we did our first webinar. Um, so lockdown was March. We did our first webinar at the end of March um, and we did 80K in sales in a week. 
Um, granted, the guy had a list and the guy was willing to do ads, but knocked it out of the park. And from there, we've now done uh, 31 different webinars with coaches, authors. Uh, there was a blogger in there. There was a financial planner. There was a dentist. There was a med spa. Um, 31 different webinars with a little bit over $5 million in cumulative sales. Nice. And that's just the initial webinar sale too. And I think that's, you know, because webinars are generally client acquisition, correct? Yes. So the big thing about a webinar is it gives you a chance to be engaging and to build that no like trust factor and to build your list. Not everybody that comes on the webinar is going to buy right now but you are going to build your list and you're going to build rapport. And then that gives you a chance to follow up with them. And I mean, you, I'm sure you've heard this stat 3% of any given audience is ready to buy right now. They're in pain. They need the fix. They're like, I need whatever that is. 97%. They're just looking to be entertained. They want to learn a little bit, but they're going to remember you. And if you can be memorable to them, they will stay on your list. They will open your emails as long as you keep mm -hmm. dripping value and being entertaining. Like, it's... can I tell you? <laughs> can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, you oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm laughing because this happened to me literally yesterday. Where <laughs> I, you know, it, 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 we have a new client, and he's like, "I've been watching your stuff for four years, right?" And came on from a presentation, and I, I know the exact presentation that he came on from four years ago and became a client yesterday. So. That's awesome. I mean, that is the truth, right? The yeah. I'm going to put pause on webinar for just a second. And like anyone who thinks that this is an overnight success game, it's 10 years, eight years, six years of work to get to have any success. So you never know what you're going to do today that will push you to success two years, three years, four years from now such a huge yep. thing. I mean, that's, I've had the same thing. People on my list, somebody was like, I joined your list for, I held a holistic, holistic, like diet retreat in 2014. It was like, I was exploring different verticals. Somebody bought from me like a month ago. They, they got on a call and they were like, we're ready to do a webinar. Same story. Five, what? 2014, seven years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So you were, you had a different story you're going to tell? Well, I just want it? people, if you're out there and you're thinking about this and you're like, well, how does a webinar work? How does this all go together? I want you to think about your least favorite high school teacher right there. You probably <laughs> cringed a little bit, like go back in time and imagine what that classroom is like. You probably walked in, they're probably standing at the board. For me, it was my uh, calculus professor, right? He's just scribbling on the board and talking, mumbling around, blah, 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 blah. If you're like me, like you pay attention for two or three minutes, you're like, I'm gonna do the homework today. I'm gonna get through this class. But you fall asleep, you pass notes, or uh, some days I just snuck out the back door. But then if you think about your favorite high school teacher, favorite college professor, you probably walked in, they probably knew your name, they probably joked around, they probably made you laugh. And I guarantee right now you have a smile on your face. But beyond that, I bet you can remember something that they taught you. Whereas if you think of your least favorite high school teacher, you can't. Who had more knowledge in this game? Probably the one who taught more for yeah. maybe, maybe they had the same. It doesn't matter how much you know, it doesn't matter how much you teach. It actually works in your favor if you teach a little bit less. This is the thing that people are like, I'm going to do this presentation. I'm going to drop so much knowledge. Dude, 
your people that are watching you, they're at a level one or two, they're there to, to learn a little something, they want to feel like they're learning. But if you take them one notch and get them one big aha, one big light bulb that goes on over their head, you have done your job because they will remember you, be funny, be engaging, have fun with them. That's what builds rapport because it's not about the sale right now. I mean, yes, you will make sales on your webinar. You should. Absolutely. We're seeing like right now we're seeing conversion anywhere between five and 20% depending on audience. What? That's amazing. Depending on audience. Um, yeah, but still, I mean, like, cause it, I mean, most webinars convert well at two and a half, three percent Well, that's the, so we're, that's evergreen. Evergreen, if you're getting two and a half percent, you are crushing. We're doing like live webinar. We're seeing, we, we did one last week that was five and a half percent. Um, and we are working on getting that up. We did one in September that we did about 12% uh, to a pretty large audience. She had 400 people on um, and just wow wound That's up nice. and yeah. <laughs> knocked that out of the park. So the, and I, I, if you're thinking like, what's one thing that I can do in my webinar, you're gonna love this one. It's case studies, yes. case studies and it, the one thing that I will say is don't splice in their video, splice in a picture of them and tell their story in their voice, use voices, have fun, like improv, right? Take some improv classes. Mm -hmm. If you want to get better at presenting, don't do Toastmasters. Toastmasters is great. Do improv. Yes. Cause if you can learn improv, you can do anything. Yes. I love it. I love it. actually, you know, I just got done with my standup comedy class for that reason. Um, and, but it's, you know, you definitely learn, you learn to read the audience and I, and, I love your webinar, live webinar numbers. Now, why do you choose live webinar over an evergreen webinar? So this is what I tell people. If, if you, depending, it depends on audience size. It depends on the budget that you want to run for ads. Live webinar with some JVs, you can get 100, 150, 200 people on. Now, this is with a lot of JVs. You have to be established in what you're doing. Smaller people right? People, I don't want to use the word smaller people who are coming up or people who don't have that much reach. You can get five or six JVs plus your list. If you get 30 people on, we did, um, October, we did a smaller one. We had 31 people on live still led to $25,000 in sales. Wow. So that is between what was sold directly on the webinar and then we do follow up. So there's a couple things that we implement. One, we do a survey pre webinar and we have about 80 to 85% of the people show that, that register for the survey or register for the webinar, take the survey. Now the survey does a couple things and it survey sounds so boring. It's actually, yeah. we call it an, we call it an implementation action plan. So it gets them start. They're like, yes, this is going to help me implement. It ups your show up rate and it gives you information about the person so that you can follow up correctly. This is key with smaller webinars. If you're, if you have 20, 30, 40 people on, you want to follow up with 20 of them with individualized, personalized follow-up right after the webinar. Yes. Hey, I saw you were on the webinar. I know I, I saw some questions come through in the chat. I just want to make sure we answered all of them for you. Tell me a little bit more about insert pain point from the survey, right? You're, and we, we teach video, right? I mean, that's, you have the capability if you're not using it right now between sending them a bomb bomb or sending them a Facebook video, like you can do a bunch of different 
but that's all follow up to the webinar. So on the webinar, we're seeing on that webinar specifically, I believe our number was somewhere in the 7% range, but then we closed three more people through the follow-up method. And then she got one high ticket client. This almost always happens. If you are doing your webinar correctly, people understand that you have a high ticket offer that you do not offer them on the webinar. Somebody will almost always reach out and want to buy it. And that happened with this person as well. Um, she's a copywriter. She had somebody reach out and she was like, we need a web page, we need a sales page, we need an entire funnel, and we need the pre-webinar or the pre-sequence and the post-sequence for opt-in. Can you help us build all that? That was a, I believe, an eighteen thousand dollar project, is what nice. I was told. Like, so she just I mean, we sold a bunch on the webinar and then we sold that on the back end. That's amazing. And I'm so excited. We're just going to leave right now. I'm going to go work on my webinar. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it, it's so, you know, with webinars, I want I want to get into the your formula a little bit because I think you have some great stats that you put in there. And I love that mm -hmm. you're testing it. And that's when I saw your presentation. Uh, I love that you were, you know, the data that you had because I'm a marketing data person. I like, you know, to know it works. But before we get into that, who should be doing webinars and who shouldn't? I mean, you, you gave a big swath of webinars, but who should be doing webinars? Who shouldn't right now? So I believe once you have, you should have a list of, I would say 2,500 at the absolute like bare minimum. I almost always say 5K, 2,500, you will have a few people show up, three to five, maybe 10 people show up. That is okay. Here's why you're not going to make a gazillion dollars in sales. You'll still make a couple sales if, but the real thing is, and like, hear me when I say this, Russell Brunson, when I first started working with him was like publish every day, Dan Kennedy, same thing. He was like, I don't care what you do, you write an email, you make a video, you do something, you publish every day. When you talk about what you do, you're not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect but you learn what resonates. You learn how people mm -hmm. react and it helps you clarify your message. I Do you like The Alchemist? Did you ever read The Alchemist? Yeah, it's a great book. So that's like one of my favorite books. It's one of the first books that I ever read in the marketing world um, way back when. But the you're refining yourself, right? To get to gold, to get lead to turn to gold, you're constantly refining, you're chipping away mm -hmm. at stuff. And that is what you were doing when you share. So. When you say who should be doing webinars, I think everybody, what you do, a webinar is like developing Lego building blocks. You have, we recommend 15 testimonial stories, three long form case study testimonials. When I say long form, they're usually three minutes or less. That's long form for a webinar. So three case study testimonials plus 12 other testimonials that all contain pain point epiphany, which is you, and the outcome that's those are some building blocks then you need your story you need your hero's journey story that's a big block you can use that on social media you can use that in your email sequences you can use that when you're speaking on stage you can use that when you meet people in networking yeah and you have and you have a formula for that too because we have one too and i, I it was yeah. interesting because we you know we developed it ourselves i'm sure you developed it yourself and like or you know take pieces and it's very similar but you know the other thing that we talk about all the time is it's the second most used page on your website right second most used page your about us page and where they go afterwards they want to contact you so it's people want to know who you are and i think that's critical 
That is, I mean, people, I hear people all the time say, well, I don't want to tell the story. I just want to teach. Like, that's all I care about when I get on. If you, if one, if people are dropping off, so when we do an optimization for people with their webinar, we look at where people fall off and I can tell you exactly what is wrong with that portion of your webinar. We did this for somebody um, last Thursday. They sent me one. They said, this is not converting. I don't know what's happening. We spent 20K in ads. We need this to work. I could tell them right away there were two places because I could look at the numbers and going in and watching, it's, it's like what comes one minute before the drop off if you're having people fall off during your story, it's because you're not telling your story well. And like mm -hmm. people want to know your story. You knew my story. Go back yep. to the beginning of this podcast. I told it in a very brief manner. I got through it and I made it fun. There are hooks in there that people would be like, why, what, what, why did that happen? What does that mean? It made people laugh. It made people smile. It made people cringe. That's the idea. Like Stephen King, when he writes a book, People are like, oh, I could write better than Stephen King. Stephen King isn't the best writer. He is the most engaging writer. You're always asking questions when you read his writing. That's all that matters. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, I think coming back to the live webinar thing too, yeah. you know, I, I think testing out is so important. You know, you look at the best comedians, they're the ones that are on stages anywhere, like Chris Rock will just show up in random places and test to like 10 different people. Right. The reason the Beatles got so good was because they spent, you know, 20,000 hours on, on stage in the cavern in Liverpool. I think mm -hmm. that's a critical, critical thing to publishing. Um, so when you're doing these webinars, these live webinars, how many, how many often are your clients doing them? Sure. So this, when you're getting started, if you're, if you're just getting started, you should be doing, I would say one every, every month, every other month. You got to get some JV partners, reach out mm -hmm. to people, do presentations in groups. And if three or four or five people show up, that's great. Like, this is what I tell people. It's not like there. I had one person, right? And everybody thinks about Tony Robbins. When they wanted to hold a live event, they see that picture of Tony on stage with a gazillion people. And they're mm -hmm. like, that's what I want to do. If I dropped you on a stage today that had 10,000 people in the audience, you would bomb because you have mm -hmm. no idea what you're doing. If I put you on a webinar that you have not practiced, if you haven't done the webinar 25 times, you're not like, and we put a hundred people on, we're wasting those hundred people. Yes. You have yes. to start, like, don't be sad if five people show up, feed those five people, make it interactive, do Q and A. If you do that, you will actually, we've had, we had one person had four people on closed all four people. That's amazing. That's a great result. If you could do a two hour presentation and make five grand, would you? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. It's like, you know, it's like people are like, they'll go spend four hours getting to a sales call, spend an hour with that, that person. And they're like, oh, okay, that was great. I closed them. Where it's, if they get five people on a webinar, they're like, oh my God, this is a failure. <laughs> that, that's the thing, like managing your expectations. So I think doing a webinar, I would say once a month, drive some people to it. If you have more than that, great. I mean, 20 people, 30 people, like that is a great turnout and you can do very well. If you do one of those every six, eight weeks, you're doing right there. You should be closing 15K a month if you're doing yep. one every other month, right? 15K That's per amazing. webinar and just roll that, especially if you're a service provider, if you're a lawyer, if you are a med spa. So med spa mm -hmm. is great. Like med, people are like, you're doing webinars for med spa people want to know, like, and trust the person that is 
cutting them open and fixing things, right? They want like the stuff that is going on. If it's whether it is like cold sculpting, people want to learn about it. You can go to YouTube and you can watch boring videos, make an exciting webinar with some case studies in it. Mm -hmm. You'll sell the crap out of it. And people yep. will show up because they want to talk to the doctor and they're so hard to get the doctor on the line. I love that. I love it. And, you know, speaking of showing up too, and I, I mean, this is a perfect story, I think, for you. It's one of my favorite stories I've learned recently. So if Sting has an audiobook, I don't know if you've heard, listened to it on, huh. on Audible. It's amazing. So there's the whole um, singer-songwriter series on Audible. James Taylor's on there. They're telling their story for an hour and a half. But Sting, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about this. So he flew, the police flew over to be in America for the first time. They wanted to get in front of DJs. They're in a big, huge venue in, in New York. And a snowstorm comes in and, like, crushes it, everyone. So no one can go anywhere. And only three people show up. And they played their heart out for those three people. And those three people were DJs that, put, that made them famous. The three DJs that made them famous. But that shows you... Like you show up for those four or five people, right? You never know who's in that audience who's going to be that that big one. Well, that's exactly, and they're they're going to go tell their friends. Like I do, so something else that I teach, you do a webinar, which is somewhere between like twenty minutes and ninety minutes, depending on what you're doing and what the offer is. You can do a workshop, which is usually two to four hours. You do a workshop. I usually have I sell the workshop, so this is the difference. Webinar is free. Workshop, you're charging. I charge either 197 or 297, depending on the workshop. They're smaller, eight to 10 people. But you feed those people and really help them. What happens is one or two will turn into clients very easily. The second thing that happens is they go tell their friends. I have not had to push hard to sell out a webinar or a workshop since I started doing them because as soon as people get off, they're like, oh my God, you just gave me so much value. I said, cool. And if you want to send some stuff to your friends, I would love for them to come next time. I have a waiting list of people like they're emailing me and they're like, when's your next workshop? I put up the sales page. It's done. Like, nice. That's amazing. That's, that's I, I, yeah. I think that's a fantastic formula. Um, and so, you know, I, you were running low, low on time and I want to, you know, I know you got a busy day, 4 million phone calls. Everyone wants to talk to you about webinars. Um, but what is, I mean, is there a magic formula to the webinars or is it, is it really meant the testimonials? So there are a couple things that really lead to conversion on webinars. So this is like the heart and soul of it. And I, I was thinking about this, like, are we even going to get to it? But you start with the offer and I know everyone's like, okay, so it's not just a CTA. A CTA is go do this. An offer is four to seven things that are outlined that create specific outcomes that overcome the biggest hurdles that your people have. And where a lot of people make mistakes is they teach a whole bunch in their webinar and then they get to the end and they're like, buy this product. You have to break out the different pieces in your offer, in what you do, so that it overcomes specific problems that people have. Then you do that first, right? I'm building that over here. I outline them all on a, on a whiteboard. And this is what I do with clients. We start with that, regardless of if they even already have it, I will take them through it. We will dig into their client avatar. We'll do interviews with people. We want that because that's where it all starts. Then we backtrack it and we build the stories that create the open loops. So the front part of your webinar where you're teaching, where you're telling stories, creates open loops 
around what you offer. And an open loop means that they lean forward and they say, tell me more about that. How do I get that? So one of the things that I do, I talk about how people have a really hard time writing their webinar deck. They usually sit down and they open up PowerPoint and they're like, what do I do? I, like just blank words looks horrible. I don't have a logo. Do I put my name on it? What picture? Oh. And then they get up and weeks go by and they don't have their PowerPoint presentation done. So they never do their webinar. So we created a paint by numbers webinar deck. That's PowerPoint template you can download. Then we go back and forth with you. That is all I say about it other than the outcome. I'm like, we've shown this to customers. They've worked with it. They get their PowerPoint deck done in an afternoon. We critique it. It is good to go. And people say, where can I get the template? When we get to the end, it's included in our offer, right? That what those do. So you want to have a minimum of 10 open loops driving to four to seven things at the end, a minimum of 10. Because what is happening is people are leaning forward and they're saying, I want that before you have ever put an offer in front of them. How do you get people to say yes to what you sell without using hard sell tactics? You get them to say yes before you ever make an offer. Because then when you make an offer, they're just like throwing their credit card. I want it. And you will see when you do this correctly, and I've seen it across the board in webinars that we have built, people will type in the chat, I want that. How do I get it? Take my money. Like you hear things like that. And when you see that in the chat, it doesn't matter whether you have 10 people, 20 people or 100 people on the webinar. You're like, I'm doing this right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great feeling, right? When people are like, I want that. I need that. Uh, that is amazing. I've been taking a massive, a massive amount of notes here. <laughs> um, and how often are, you know, how are you? Then, because you said you're paying attention to webinar drop-offs, how often are you tweaking the webinar? How how much are you tweaking the webinar? How are you tweaking the webinar? So the, I mean, what we start with, we build it, the process that we take customers through. We start with the offer, then we build the stories. I practice the stories with them. Then we build the deck. Then we go through it and I give line by line feedback. So they'll shoot a video of the, we do it in thirds. They'll shoot a video of the first third. I'll give them feedback, shoot the second third. Then we put the whole thing together. Then we do the first version. The first version is I've critiqued it at least three times. We do it to an audience. I am then looking at the numbers, seeing where drop-off is, seeing what conversion is. We look at, we haven't talked about like the pre-email sequence, the post-email sequence. There's a lot that we do here. Um, one of the worst things that you can do, this is a huge mistake that people make. You opt in for the webinar and your email says something like, reminder, webinar in 30 minutes, reminder, webinar in six hours. That's not going to get people there. Think about a raw curiosity hook. Learn how to give a webinar that converts at 20 plus percent in six hours. It gets like you can control the subject line on your reminder emails. Nice. I love like it. That's, and that's, a, that's a gold nugget right there. It, like nobody does it. And it's like, how hard is it to just put a great curiosity hook? So we haven't yeah. talked about that. I don't think we're gonna have time for it. I look at what's our show up rate first, because one of the first things that you can do is increase your show up rate. So we did this with somebody average show up rate right now is around 25%. That sucks. It used to be 30 40%. 
we have gotten people up to over 50%. It is all through getting them engaged out front, the survey that we talked about, getting good curiosity hooks, raw curiosity drive show up rate. So then show up rate, the first thing that we look at once people are there is are they staying on past the three minute mark? If you, what's the first question you ask when you show up to a webinar? What's, uh, is this for me? It hundred percent. Yeah. And everybody does it wrong in the beginning. They start with stuff that immediately makes people's eyes glaze over stuff goes over their head and they're like, mm, Facebook is more exciting than this. And they log off. <laughs> so like if we look at it and there's, if there is a more than I would say 15% drop off in the first three minutes, we, the first three minutes is wrong. I have to fix that. Then we look at the next block is stories. We look at the stories. We look at where people are falling off and we look at where people are typing in the chat. So if you ask somebody to type in the chat, it doesn't count. What you're looking for is where are people engaging on their own? Because then you know you've got like something that is snappy, right? You've got something that's a hot button. How can we blow that up a little bit more? How can we push that up? And like this all takes work. This is people are like, oh, I just want to do a webinar and make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, sure, bro. Like, let's go. Um, results take effort. I don't care what anybody says. You yes. do not get LeBron James, definitely naturally talented. I got to see him play when he was in high school. I grew up, I grew up in Ohio. Um, we went to see him when he was a senior in high school. Kid has massive talent, right? But he also has more work ethic and more drive than anybody else. Same with Michael Jordan. If you haven't watched The Last Dance on Netflix, go watch how insanely driven he was. You don't get oh, to yeah. that level. And it, some people are like, but I don't want that level. I just want to make money. You, <laughs> the amount of money you make is like, there's some amount that comes from mindset and like, I'm okay making money. You definitely have to have that, but you also have to do the work. Nobody, nobody gets to a million dollar level without doing the work. So no. I'll get off that high horse. We go through and we optimize based on drop-offs, based on where people are at. And then we look at how many people stay all the way, right? The all the way stat has to, we like to see 80%, 80% plus staying till the end. Then we look at our follow-up sequence. Our follow-up sequence, if you thought the gold nugget for the front end was good, follow-up sequence, instead of saying, here's a replay, when's the last time you watched a webinar replay? <laughs> Never. <laughs> so. I had this conversation with a client yesterday. They they said, well, we're doing replays. I said, how many people watched? She said, well, you ready? Yeah. 2%. 2% of the people that she sent the email list clicked. Three people watched the webinar replay. And you might say, well, yeah, but that, that gets people there. This is gonna be controversial, but don't send replays. This webinar is going to be live here. If you don't show up, there will not be a replay. That will up your show up rate by at least 5%, which is oh, better than having three people watch the replay. Then, so you're saying, what do you do for follow-up emails? Follow-up emails to your direct specialty are all case studies. Hey, check out this case study of Jill who wanted outcome that you get from the webinar, check out this short case study. 
book a call with us here, buy here, like direct copy, driving them to the sale or driving them to get on a call with you, depending what you're selling, works a hundred times better than replays. Replays, bleh, junk. Yeah. No, I mean, because at that point they want the success, right? And the people that you want to talk to aren't the people that want to learn more. It's the people that want the result. Right. right? It, it makes a lot of sense. It I mean, there's, there's stuff that I could get into. I know we are pretty short on time, but there's, um, there's one thing that we do that instead of a replay that gets usually somewhere around 10 to 15% of the people who saw the webinar, as well as an additional 10% that didn't come to the webinar, we get them on a 30 minute call after the webinar, before the cart closed, that usually results in, if we sold 10% on the webinar, it will result in another 5%. It usually gets about half of whatever we did on the webinar, we sell on that call. Um, it's something that we have put together that works amazingly well. And it's all driven through the emails because like you said, they want the success. So how do we get them hooked on that? I want the success. I have to show up to this. I have to be here. We get them on the call and then we close them and we do direct sales on the call. So not everyone's 100% comfortable with that, but it works. And the people who show up on that second call, they're your hot buyers. It works really, really well. Uh, that's fantastic. I mean, Steve, this has been incredible. Before we go, how does someone work with you? What's the process? Where do we go? Tell me first sure. of all, where, do, where should someone go? If uh, if you know that you want my help, Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N dot coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E. That is the actual URL, stephen.coffee. We'll take you to my scheduler. Uh, right now we are going into Christmas. I don't know when this is gonna air. Um, my Christmas week is blocked off, but after that you will be able to book time directly with me. It is a 20 minute call. I will show you how this will work in your business. We'll talk about what it looks like to work together. Um, I don't do courses. I do a live launch once per year in April. Um, other than that, I just work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. So nice. you start with the calendar steven.coffee. We'll chat. And from there, uh, we can work together. I'm happy to show you how this could work in your business. Nice. So it's a 20 minute call. And if, it, if it's the right fit, then you move forward from there. Correct? Yep. That's awesome. that's pretty much it. Awesome. Yeah. And I mean, webinars, I, I, I work for a lot of people. I mean, we're, we're doing them ourselves. The presentations work and getting, and not only, you know, side note, you get better at everything else when you do these kinds of presentations. You get better at talking to your customers. You get talk, better at talking to your clients. You nail down your messaging. Every person you talk to, you're going to be better when you do something like this. Um, Absolutely. The um, I mean, that's the Lego building blocks because they're you can use them anywhere in your business. And everyone says that they're like, the webinar made us money on the front end. It brought in some customers, but it also has given me so much content and like got me better at talking about my business. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and I mean, to have that coaching is invaluable, especially with the bajillion speaker, uh, speaking gigs you've had. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. Well, Stephen.coffee, to get in touch with Stephen Warner. Stephen, thanks so much for being on. Definitely want to have you on again as, as the webinars evolve, see what's going on, talk about getting traffic to the webinar, what's working there. But uh, thank you so much for being on the Garlic Marketing Show. No problem, man. It was my pleasure. And thank you all for taking Steve and I on your journey. It's been on Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know what will make you an authority? 
you know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.